the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. Opinions expressed may not reflect those of Salem Media of Colorado or its sponsors. This is Life in Colorado, a radio news magazine about the issues, events, and the unique life we live in the Centennial State. Welcome to Life in Colorado. I'm Mark Howington. Dr. Todd Wisser is with New West Physicians in Evergreen and and doctor, it seems like we've spent a lot of time together over this last year, but what we're going to talk about today involves spending a little extra time with your physician. First of all, welcome to the program. Yep, you're absolutely right, Mark. Enjoy spending time with you and love your show, and thanks for having me on. I think you do wonderful topics for all of the, your listeners, and uh, just happy to be here and spend some extra time with you as well. Well, appreciate that. One of the goals of the show really is to inform our listeners on things they really need to know. and. We've covered all kinds of topics from COVID to how to navigate the recent restrictions to visiting Arvada to doing all kinds of needs that listeners have. For example, do they need help with their heating and electric bills? And so it's nice to to really bring it back to where you have an expertise, and that is as a physician, you are helping us with our health. And that's what we want to talk about as we explore this issue of seeing your doctor for an annual wellness check. And so, first of all, let's let's just start by describing what that is. And one of the questions I asked you before we started recording was, all right, it seems like there was a change a while back between a wellness check and an annual physical. So let's let's kind of start there with some definitions. Yep, excellent, excellent place to jump off. And I'm going to uh, go back to what you mentioned earlier that we were discussing before we got on the air here, um, which is, you know, talking with a physician. You and I have spent more time than most would with their physicians. Um, but, you know, this annual wellness visit or annual physical, and I'll get to that in a second, but it does afford one the opportunity to have some extra time with a physician. Um, I know with New West Physicians, which I, uh, with whom I work up here in Evergreen, uh, New West Physicians, we set aside, you know, 30 to 40 minutes for your annual wellness visit, um, which is nice versus, you know, your typical maybe 15 to 20 minute office visit that you might get with a patient. So it is a nice time to kind of uh, get together with your physician, talk about goals, preventative health care, screening exams, et cetera. So um, you, you pointed it out perfectly, which is, again, time with physician, which we all know is becoming less and less these days as we try to cram more and more in and we've got different avenues of connecting with people. So there's just so much more input um, that everybody from the physician to the to the patient are all trying to balance. So I feel like we may even do more communication, but it's in little, little or little snippets here and there. So this wellness visit is a nice time to really have some focused time with your physician and it's relatively goal-directed as we'll talk about here in a second. Um, but to your point, um, Mark, about, you know, the annual physical exam versus the annual wellness visit, we have moved away from, and it isn't, there's no specific, um, there was nothing that the American College of Physicians or American College of Family Practice came out and said that, hey, we're going to now call these annual wellness as opposed to a physical. 
Many people still call them your annual physical, but I would argue the annual wellness visit is, is a little more accurate with what we're actually doing nowadays, which we have so many preventative screenings that we can do to um, sort of optimize people's health, decrease risks for hospitalizations down the road. Um, and so there's a lot of, again, kind of just education around health and wellness in general, which includes kind of, again, health surveillance, colonoscopies, mammograms, et cetera, which we'll get into further down the road here too. Um, but they really have become less about really physical evaluation um, as far as, uh, you know, looking at you per se, but more about um, kind of a, a camaraderie between the physician and the patient um, and really a lot of education around how to optimize, you know, the, the genetics with which we were all uh, handed um, and everybody's are different. So the annual wellness visit really gives one focused, individualized approach to their care with their physician. So while certainly a physical exam is part of that, um, we've moved, to, there's just so much more now that we can offer from a healthcare standpoint that a lot of it has been around, again, sort of education, again, discussing the health screenings and vital signs and exercise and diet and that sort of thing. So we've moved away from just calling it a physical to more of a wellness visit, which encompasses, I think, just so much more. You know, one of the things you're talking about, which which I'm picking up on, is that this really is a conversation between a patient and the doctor, which I think is good because you're you're building this relationship that eventually will lead to better health. As you uncover things, as you explore together, you mentioned family history, things like doing some of these tests that, again, we'll cover a little bit later, but there are things that happen in this wellness visit that down the road, if you put these things into practice, will lead to better health. So talk about that important relationship then between the patient and the doctor. Yeah, you know, and I, the, you just hit it on the head, um, and that is just communication. I mean, just a relationship, you know, gosh, I think we're all struggling. We would love more relationships, right, especially during our COVID year and pandemic here. I think even more and more, I love seeing my patients in person, which has just been wonderful, even if we're all masked and, you know, socially distanced and taking the precautions we should. Um, you know, it is just nice to have that face-to-face -face communication, which we as humans and, and animals and organisms that we are, uh, we need that. You know, we're not meant to be isolated. We are meant to be communicative and uh, open and surrounded by people. So having that relationship with your physician, with your primary care is so important. And again, there's, there's so many specialists and tests and all these things that we can do and sort of every little specialist has their silo sort of in which they work. Um, and that's just sort of by by the nature of what the beast of medicine has become, it's not any slam towards specialists or anything along those lines, but the internist or your family practice doc, whoever your primary care doc is, really does have a, a special role to help sort of educate and guide the patient and work with them in regards to interpreting all these different tests and all these different screenings that we do. Um, so again, a large part of this annual wellness visit is, is education. Um, and just kind of discussing, you know, why are physicians doing things that we do? Why do we order these tests? Should we order these tests? Is it pertinent? Um, could it cause more harm than good? Uh, so having that open relationship is hugely important. Uh, and again, a, a wonderful place to sort of have that relationship in a nice setting that offers a little more time is during one of these annual wellness visits. You know, one of the pictures that came into my mind as you were talking is that of an airport. Why I think in that kind of a picture, I don't know, except to say that if you think about an airport terminal, 
you you have to go to the main terminal and everybody kind of starts there and they they go to their ticket counter and then but then they've got to get on their planes and go to their various destinations so i'm almost seeing this wellness visit as like going to okay we we check in and we we get to the room and the, the doctor comes in and he says okay maybe what we need to do is send you to this destination for this test and maybe go get a blood draw and and we need to do this but i almost see it as the starting point and then the the general practitioner physician can then point you into other directions that you need to go does that that sound accurate yeah i think that's a great analogy i've never thought about it that way but but absolutely it's kind of yep we all start sort of at the terminal i would argue having that terminal, that main place to, to end up and kind of go back to before maybe you start your next journey um, is, is a great analogy. And I absolutely, that's sort of what I, I see my role as, is kind of the quarterback, right, of, you know, calling the plays, helping educate your team, what's necessary, what isn't necessary. You know, I, 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 my patients put their trust in me, which is uh, just a blessing and an amazing privilege. Um, but I do think that's absolutely what our role is. And I do recommend people, you know, go to Terminal C for vacations to the Caribbean every now and then. I think that's hugely important, although don't do it now with COVID. Unless, unless you get that vaccine and wearing the mask, right? Oh, God. Absolutely. Exactly. And I would argue we won't go off on a tangent about vaccines. We've all been watching the media and things, but gosh knows, do go out and get that vaccine. That's my, my only plug for COVID that we're going to discuss today. You and I talked about that, I think, some last time. So, But get that vaccine if you can. I'll, I'll say you're welcome to put in that plug. I, I would agree with you. So, okay, so I've checked into the front desk. Yep. I have found myself in the doctor's room sitting either in a chair or on that table. And tell me what this wellness exam is going to be like. What, what kinds of things will happen? Yeah, no, excellent question. And, you know, and I think a lot of people come to these exams sort of just feeling nervous or they're not prepared. I mean, I have patients who, you know, they – kind of try to eat well for a month before they see me and things. It's kind of like all of us, uh, and I don't ever do this, I promise, but, you know, um, rushing to start flossing your teeth and things, right, before you visit the dentist because we all keep up on that. I've never done Um, that. I've never done that either. (laughs) Um, I was just thinking, like, God, i got to go see my dentist, which is part of our annual wellness visit, too. We recommend seeing your dentist twice a year. Um, So I need to do that. That's important. Um, But, you know, don't don't get overly anxious for, for the exam at all. It's Again, it should be an open kind of forum with you and your physician. Um, And, you know, if things are, blood pressure is high or cholesterol is off or you're maybe a little overweight, you know, that's fine. That's part of why you're meeting with us. Um, We we are there to help support you in that. I don't expect people to show up on my doorstep who are perfectly healthy. I wouldn't have a job if that were the case. Um, So, so again, I just want to kind of impress upon people that don't be, it's way easier said than done, I get it, but try not to be anxious. Um, your physician should be a very approachable person, and they're there to help you, your team, uh, through all of this. So um, with that said, you know, what can you expect? Well, you know, you go into the exam and we look at some um, some basic things, right? We, we look at you. That's an important thing, um, and we'll kind of get into, I think we're probably going to go this way, Mark, but... You know, we are now doing these things over telemedicine, virtual visits, too, just over the Internet, given COVID, which has opened up a lot of access to, to care outside of my office, which is nice. Um, but, you know, we're, we're looking at you, and we can do that over the computer. We can do that in person. But just having an appearance and having a patient in front of you can actually tell a whole lot from people just watching them walk and looking at uh, their eyes and, and the color of their skin. I mean, so there's a, not a lot to be gleaned just from laying eyes on somebody. So that's really the first thing we're, we're trained to do is just take a look at you, see what we see. 
Um, other things that are, are important and that will be addressed are, you know, your family history. Um, has that changed at all? Has anybody come down with um, illnesses that might make me think, hey, the patient in front of me has this genetic predisposition because their father recently tested positive for something? Um, so there's a lot of kind of reviewing your family history. Um, we go through social history as well, you know, have things at work changed? Have, has, have you been married or divorced or new children added to the family? I mean, so we take into account, again, changes in, in social history as well, we call that. We look at your surgical history. Did things change over the, the years since we saw you for your last annual wellness visit? Um, update your chart as far as that goes. And we're always thinking about the real important part of the annual wellness visit is um, taking what kind of may have changed in the past and looking forward to say, hey, is that going to be affecting you in the future? You know, again, dad was diagnosed with something new. How is that going to affect my patient um, physically and health-wise moving forward? And I would even argue psychologically, too. So that's, again, another big part of this. So updating family history, your social history, um, your surgical history, your medical history, um, you know, are you on any new medications? Did you see another specialist? It gives us an opportunity at this wellness visit, again, kind of coming back to your terminal in the airport, to use that analogy, is let's regroup. How was the trip to the Caribbean? Talk about it. Let me update your chart with that, you know? Great, you came back from France. How was that trip? You saw the urologist. Wonderful. What happened there? Um, you know, so it's a great time to kind of um, update your chart, update the physician, um, and, and ask questions, too, that maybe the specialist didn't have time to answer. Again, this is a wonderful um, wonderful forum to have some time with a doc to ask some questions. So, so that's what we do um, as far as sort of the kind of your past medical history and whatnot, social history, et cetera. Um, the other thing is we look at your vital signs. We get your blood pressure. And all of these things are kind of done, again, just in optimizing your health care currently to give you the best quality most longevity in life moving forward. So it's all about kind of preventative medicine. So getting your weight, getting your blood pressure, getting your height, um, all of those things are part of that wellness visit as well. Um, and then we also talk about, you know, any concerns you might have, any symptoms that come up that you maybe had been putting off, um, but you, hey, here you are, let's chat about it. You know, that's again, another wonderful forum um, to bring those up. And I'll put a little plug in here for the physicians too. I do love it when patients bring in a list with them of, hey, here's my concerns so I don't forget them. Um, my plug for physicians is we may not have the ample time at that physical or that, sorry, that annual wellness visit to address all of your concerns if you come in with a list. And that's fine. Just know that it's great to allow us to kind of go through that list with you and triage anything that might really be acute and could cause some a significant issue health-wise for you in the near future, but if it's something um, such as a sleep complaint, your physician may ask you to come back in, you know, in the near future to address that problem. It's not anything that they're brushing to the side, but there are time constraints and things, and so we might ask a patient to come back and have that discussion. I actually just had that before I came in. This gentleman had a long list of things, which was great. One of those happened to be chest pain and shortness of breath. The other was a ingrown toenail among another litany of things that he had, but certainly for my concern uh, was, hey, let's address that chest pain and shortness of breath because that could be something really concerning, but hey, we'll see you back for the ingrown toenail next week. Well, it sounds like then that you can make a game plan looking into the future and you can you can come up with, okay, 
this this is where we need to go, your next visit, and, and these are some things we need to follow up with. And Dr. Todd Wisser from New West Physicians, I, one, one of the things that I see is a good point here in our, our talking points is that it's good to do this with your physician. In other words, if you have a family practitioner or a general practitioner that you have seen in the past, go see that person. You know, obviously you're working for New West Physicians, but you can't see everybody. And as you're talking, it, it strikes me that it's probably good to build that trust relationship. For example, I wince, you know, when they tell me to get on the scale. I'm like, but I don't want anybody to know how much I weigh. But right. it, it is it is necessary for your doctor to know these things. So you want them to be sure, for example, on this list, you, you are talking about there may be an opportunity to talk about, are you feeling depressed? this year and who who hasn't felt especially the blues during this covid season so again you really want to be able to trust this person that you're talking to as your as your physician so that you can talk about these issues you got it and i you know and, and you brought up an excellent point i go off on my tangent of communication and whatnot and things we look for but you're absolutely right mark is is if you have a physician, do develop and nurture that relationship. You know, they, speaking as a physician, you know, I love that relationship with my patients. And that's why, you know, internal medicine physicians, family practice docs, that's why we do what we do. Um, so we love to see our patients at least once a year to develop that relationship and to help, again, kind of guide and direct care um, or make recommendations or answer questions or educate. That's exactly what we do. Um, to the other point, too, is, you know, if you don't have a physician or, you can't get in with your physician or whatever the, the circumstance may be is seeing somebody for an annual wellness visit. All physicians um, and APCs, advanced care providers, nurse practitioners, physicians assistants, you know, we are all trained on sort of these guidelines and screenings and surveillances, all of these things that we can do now to help stave off hospitalizations, um, illness in the future, help manage your genetic risk for predisposition for different things. So, Seeing somebody is important. If you can develop a relationship with a specific physician, that's a wonderful, a wonderful piece to have and just um, to help guide you. So, no, I excellent th- point. I think a lot of people, including me, to, to be completely honest, uh, you know, I, I don't want to do this because, well, I might find out there's something wrong and. And so I'd rather, you know, be in denial and stick my head in the sand and, and, and not actually talk about it. But one of the real keys of this annual wellness visit is that if you can find an issue early, especially if you can catch it at the very beginning, then you have much better treatment options, more options, and also a better chance of, of people getting well if, if you can catch something early. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, you know, I would argue what you just said, uh, 150%. You know, that is, it, it is, because you're right, it can be scary. And as we age, you know, every, things do crop up. Nothing gets easier with age, unfortunately. But, but I would argue, and all the literature supports that, you know, if you see a, a physician, a primary care physician yearly, your outcomes, your hospitalization risk, your quality of life, you know, those are all going to improve. You're not going to be in the hospital as much. You're not going to, you've got a place to go for urgent care as well. You're not going to end up in ERs um, and you're going to catch things early. You know, I'll give you a quick example. Is actually my father who was 73 went in for his annual wellness. He also was going to have some cataract surgery. They did an EKG as just kind of a, you know, something we sometimes will do or if uh, pre-op sort of preoperative studies would warrant it. He found a little bump on his EKG that uh, on the electrocardiogram where they put all the leads on you. Um, 
found a little electrical abnormality. He went in and had an ultrasound of the heart, and you know they diagnosed uh, something called amyloidosis, which is a, a significant cardiac finding that usually doesn't get diagnosed until you end up in fulminant kind of full-fledged heart failure. Um, and literally, this has happened to me last week, so I don't know what's going to come of that. But the fact that he was diagnosed early because he saw his physician for an annual wellness visit um, leads to there are a lot more things that we are going to be able to offer uh, him and cardiology can help with than if he had showed up in complete heart failure. You know, at that point, things are you're behind the eight ball and it's too late. So, so I am blessed that he has a good primary care physician uh, that caught this. Um, so. So I would absolutely argue, and we've even seen it with COVID now too, right? People aren't going into the offices because they're concerned about COVID and, and um, infection rates and things like that. So we had a, we saw a lot more, um, you know, acute strokes, heart attacks, congestive heart failure, diabetic complications, all of these things that, again, probably could have been picked up with their primary care physician at an annual wellness visit or an office visit. But again, I would argue if you get seen once a year, you get a game plan going and you avoid sort of these crisis situations, which really is not a place you want to be um, as a patient. Um, so, Yeah, it uh, makes, makes this a good idea then to do this annual wellness visit. Dr. Todd Wisser, New West Physicians. So let's, let's talk about, you brought it up, so let's talk about COVID. And obviously it has caused uh, all the social distancing and mask wearing and people are concerned. So talk about the different things that doctors' offices are doing to make them a safe place to go, but also talk about some alternatives such as telemedicine. Yeah, gladly. And and it's a it, you know if there's one thing, obviously COVID's done a, changed a whole lot of different things, and th- some are going to be good, some are going to be bad. Um, but you know, one thing that it really has brought about, as far as um, being sort of a catalyst for change within medicine, is this now much more available uh, availability people have for telemedicine and these virtual visits, utilizing your uh, your smartphone or your computer. Um, we are doing a lot of that where we connect with patients. Even I have patients who are in Arizona who I'm seeing here in Colorado uh, over the internet for a virtual visit. So it really has opened a lot of doors, which has been wonderful um, in that regard. Um, so if it's a necessity, if people are extremely apprehensive, they don't want to come into the clinic, we are offering patients the opportunity to do virtual visits. Um, and again, the the infrastructure technologically has just been amazing as far as how that's evolved in just such a quick period of time. So, And if people go to the office, what, what kind of protocols are happening if people visit the doctor online? I yeah, mean, uh, visit in person, not online, but in person. Yeah, so if they opt for an in-person visit, which I would, I, I would argue that you will, it will be a more robust visit. Um, again, we can do the telemedicine virtual visits, but that's not what I, what I prefer. Um, is having my patients come in, like I stated earlier, you know, just laying eyes on somebody, uh, watching their respiratory rate, looking how they breathe, looking how they walk um, is just a much more kind of robust, thorough sort of evaluation, if you will. Um, But the physician's offices, and I will speak on what we're doing here at New West Physicians, but gosh knows, I would argue it's going to be universal with any physician's office uh, to where you go. Um, But the Number one is, you know, it's a heck of a lot safer to go to your physician's office than it is to go to the grocery store. Uh, I mean, it just is. So coming here, I would argue, you should feel like a safe place. Going to your doctor's office should feel safe. You really shouldn't have any risk of infection. What we're doing is obviously the social distancing, which we're all aware of. We are limiting the number of people 
in the waiting rooms. We have set aside different time proportions for patients so we don't have people overlapping or crossing in the halls as much. Obviously, infection kind of control and uh, screening, taking temperatures at the door, asking about symptoms. All the patients are required to wear a surgical mask. Um, rooms are being cleaned, especially more than they were even before. And we have to realize, too, all of our offices, we were already taking significant steps for infection control because we see sick people in the office. So this is not something new to us or something we are not uh, used to handling and something we're very good at. So um, we've just kind of upped our standards uh, in that regard. So again, kind of those health measures uh, to keep people safe with infection control is, is absolutely a huge thing uh, at our forefront. So we want people to feel safe and they should feel safe coming into their physician's office. Dr. Todd Wizer from New West Physicians, you've got about 90 seconds to sort of give us your elevator pitch. Talk about annual wellness visits and why they are important. You know, my, my elevator pitch here is just get in, see a physician, establish a relationship with someone, and doing it annually is important. Um, it helps us set you up for success as far as your goals of kind of care moving forward and what you want out of life. Um, and it's important to do. And then you've got some place to go if things kind of go awry as well. Um, you've got someone to call in so you don't end up in emergency rooms. But getting an annual wellness visit with your physician to talk about those goals, talk about your health history and how to optimize sort of what you have uh, as far as genetics and your health moving forward and setting up a plan for success is extremely important and would urge everybody to do that. One of the, the things that we've covered that I think is very important is this really is a health and it's a relationship between the patient and the physicians that benefits your health. And you go through different questions. You, you take family history. You do, do some weight and height measurements. You talk about changes in medication. All of this in mind to help the patient achieve better health down the road. So, again, a great idea to do these annual wellness visits. And Dr. Todd Wisser from New West Physicians just want to say thank you for being a part of Life in Colorado. If you have questions or comments about today's program, please call 303-750-5687 or email us at lifeincolorado at salemdenver.com. Life in Colorado is a public affairs presentation of Salem Media of Colorado.